This is Suno India Production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app. Download it now. India, meantime, is banning the use of single-use plastic items from today in what's being seen as the country's biggest push to cut plastic pollution. We have all heard these headlines and read them in newspapers. But don't we see a lot of plastic bags being used? Are they single-use? And how are they easily available if India actually bans single-use plastic? In this episode, I try to dig deep and understand all about it. I start with the most basic question and that is, what is a single-use plastic? A straw with your coffee, a plastic bag that you bring home each time when you buy vegetables, a wrapper on a candy bar or that plastic fork or a spoon that you often eat junk with. These are all modern conveniences that are present everywhere and they are so quickly thrown out that they hardly register in our minds. But single-use plastics come with a steep environmental price. Hi, I am Sneha Richaria and you are listening to Climate Emergency. For this episode, I spoke to retail shopkeepers, wholesalers whose businesses rely heavily on single-use plastic items and to Siddharth Singh from the Centre for Science and Environment who has conducted a study to assess the status of the ban. India last year generated about 20 million metric tons of fresh plastic. Of this, roughly about half or 11.5 million metric tons were single-use in nature and they are all single-use plastics. Now, as I was starting my research, these were some of the questions that came to my mind. What is a single-use plastic and how do we identify it? Can our markets do without it? Is India losing its fight against single-use plastic? Is it an implementation problem? Is it the absence of alternatives or the lack of incentives? Let us find out. This plastic menace is one of the greatest environmental challenges of the 21st century. Tiny plastic particles are swirling around the ocean, ending up in landfills and are responsible for damaging the environment, human, animals and plants. There's about 8.3 billion tons of plastic in the world. Some 6.3 billion tons or 75% of that is only trash. India is the fifth highest generator of plastic waste generating 3.5 millions of plastic waste every year. It almost doubled in the last five years, said the Environment Minister Bhupendra Yadav. Our next generation will see more plastic than fish in the ocean if serious actions are not taken. The amount of plastic waste is so enormous right now that it can cover the entire earth four times over. This is horrifying, right? Hence, the efforts are being made by the governments across the world India is also speeding up its fight against plastic pollution. About a year ago, on July 1st, 2022, a ban was imposed on single-use plastic items. This ban was ambitious, covering 19 plastic items. Plastic plates, cups, glasses, cutlery such as forks, uh, spoons, knives, straws, trays, etc. were banned. What is actually a single-use plastic? On entering a grocery market, all that we see is plastic, right? 
Now apart from 19 single use plastic items that were banned we see multi layer packaging on several items like chips packets your biscuit packets almost everything that we consume today flour sugar dal rice everything comes packaged in plastic is it all single use plastic yes India defines single use plastic as a plastic item intended to be used once for the same purpose before being disposed of or recycled. But a study by the Center for Science and Environment said that India has adopted an oversimplified definition of single use plastics. This is Siddharth Singh who has authored a pan India study to assess the status of the ban. A product that is made out of plastic and it is designed to be used only once. before it can be disposed or recycled is single use plastic so if you go by this definition at least the indian definition we have so many things that are single use plastic in nature and are not covered in the ban i can i can name pet bottles i can name uh, beverage bottles there are there are tetra packs uh, there are uh, 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 there are these uh, multi layer packaging uh, chips packets biscuit packets right almost everything that we consume today even in the you know the food uh, contact applications uh, your aata your chini your dal your rice everything comes packaged in a plastic which is single use in nature right so how can we say that we have banned single use plastics sadly a lot of news channels carried headlines like this In an effort to deal with items of low utility and high impact on the environment, India has decided to ban all single-use plastic items from the 1st of July. Now, if single-use plastic means much more than what has been banned, or in other words, the government has selectively banned 19 items, how did the government arrive at this list? Well, um, we come to that in a bit, but before that. It's been more than a year since the ban, but it turns out that the pervasiveness of single-use plastic is difficult to beat. Despite a year after the government imposed the ban, prohibiting its manufacturing, import, stocking, distribution, and sale uh, of single-use plastic bags thinner than 120 microns, the material is still found to be uh, in use and rather manufactured like ever before. I spoke with retail and wholesale shop owners whose businesses heavily run on single use plastic items. जो प्लास्टिक से होने वाला प्रदूषण है उसके बारे में आप क्या जानते हैं? ज्यादा बहुत नुकसान है ये आंखों भी लाल हो जाता है हमारे खुद हमारे बच्चे के आंखें लाल हो गई इन सेंसर से ये तो बहुत नुकसान है क्या हम कर ले चाहे आप करो चाहे वो कर ले ये तो गलत काम है गाजीपुर का पूरा ढेर देख रहे पूरा वहीं से लगा हुआ है कितना हम लोग को आफत झेलना पड़ता हम समझ रहे Prem Kumar owns a juice corner in Noida sector 12. He says that he sells close to 100 glasses of juice per day and almost all customers demand a straw. A pack of 50 plastic straws costs him 30 rupees whereas for a pack of 50 paper straws he has to pay 50 rupees. But kabhi aisa hua hai ki jaise jab last hai bata rahe ki aap plastic ki jagah jab ban hua tha to paper sasta milne lagya tha paper wala straw. तो ऐसा हमारे पास आके आप मेरे को चलान कर दो चलो पाँच हजार की जगह आप मेरे को हजार रुपए की चलान कर दो ठीक है मैं आपकी हजार रुपए भर दू लेकिन गवर्नमेंट वहाँ तक नहीं पहुँच पा रहा है ना मार्केट में आप भेजोगे नहीं तो हम लोग कहाँ से लेंगे वहाँ तक देखभाल सरकार को पहुँचना चाहिए ना गवर्नमेंट को जहाँ तक बन रही है वहाँ तो बात हो जाए 
Rahul is a vegetable vendor in Noida sector 11 vegetable market. He keeps biodegradable carry bags made of sugar cane along with polythene bags to escape the fine just in case if some authority comes to check. But he says that he's happy to keep it only if it proves to be a good alternative which it currently is not. Now when single-use plastic was banned, it was only for a short period of time that the non-plastic stuff came to the market out of fear of fines. Rahul says that plastic returned as soon as it could. I asked him if paper bags were being used in the market post the ban. So, you all were using the market in the market? Yeah. Yes, when it was going on, like when it was going on, then 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 it was going on. But what is the reason? Because the customer wants you to get the difference. Yes, I don't have to get the customer from home. Okay. In the market, there will be one kilo of money. Someone will come and tell you, give four kilos, then how will you give it? Siddharth tells me that the Indian definition is an oversimplified one, also because it does not distinguish between the necessary and unnecessary single-use plastics. So, uh, why we've used uh, the terminology of an oversimplified definition is because uh, we want to acknowledge the fact that there may be certain application and there may be certain sectors, uh, for instance, the medical sector, where uh, you know uh, we can't really uh, uh, do without using single-use uh, plastic items, right? So we need to have a matrix wherein we should be able to bifurcate between uh, what's what is an uh, uh, what is a necessary application? What is an unnecessary application? Right? What kind of application would we label as problematic and what should not be labeled as problematic? And definitely there is, uh, you know, angle of uh, recycle and non-recycle, uh, which I think is also very important when we are talking about um, single-use plastics. None of that has been taken into consideration when... India defined single-use plastic. I spoke to Siddharth in detail about how the Indian government arrived at the 19 banned single-use plastic items. But how did we zero on uh, in these 19 items? That is what we wanted to find out. And then we stumbled upon this report, uh, which was uh, kind of uh, uh, the, the foundation of or the basis of the uh, single-use plastic ban in India. Uh, and we found it really interesting that, okay, there is a study on which the actual ban is based. And, and uh, we were super happy that, okay, there is some rational, there is some scientific basis to the ban. Uh, but when we actually, you know, dig deeper, we found that uh, uh, even the report really, uh, you know, uh, does not, uh, uh, does not uh, provide that leveling field for, uh, let's say, uh, an FMCG company, so someone like, uh, uh, let's say, a Parley or a Bisleri, uh, and a, a, a MSME industry, right? A small, medium-scale 
industry. So what we found is that uh, although the entire uh, the entire basis of the ban was on the basis of these two indices, that is the utility, which means uh, uh, which means how useful is that particular single-use plastic, and the other one is the environmental impact, which means uh, you know uh, what is the final environmental impact of of that uh, single-use plastic um, once we are done using it, right? So for a for a plastic item to be considered for uh, this ban, the utility index had to be low so that you know you could justify that uh, we can actually uh, you know lead our lives without uh, you know without this particular product and the environmental impact index had to be high which means that uh, because you're using it uh, the environment is uh, going through a lot more harm right so this was the entire rationale but uh, uh, when we actually found out that these numbers are not really matching and then there's a uh, there's kind of a lopsided uh, uh, lopsided uh, uh, implementation or even notification of the single-use plastic ban, I think that basically uh, uh, really triggered us to kind of put this information out there uh, that this is a lopsided ban. So uh, just for instance, like you mentioned, the uh, plates and cutlery have a higher utility index and a lower environmental impact index as compared to a 200 ml beverage bottle that beverage bottle can be mineral water it can also be soft drinks uh, however uh, plates and cutleries have been included in the ban right their utility apparently according to the study is higher and then environmental impact impact index is lower uh, but uh, still the, those 200 ml beverage bottles have not been considered for the ban and the rationale that the uh, uh, that the government is uh, providing is that these are included under the extended producer responsibility uh, regime or notification, which does not really make a lot of sense. I spoke to a wholesale shop owner who owns a big plastic shop in East Delhi's new Konli market. He talks to me on the condition of anonymity. He tells me that all these factories operate in Narela, uh, located in North Delhi, district of Delhi, and forms the border of Delhi with Haryana. Whenever the authorities are strict, they operate during the night, but they are always operating. Nobody can stop them, he says. He tells me that if authorities come to check and we are caught, we simply pay the fine. We avoid arguing with them. He says that he can't tell them that he will stop buying these plastic items if they are not manufactured. He says that they don't listen to logic. I also spoke to a few shopkeepers around here uh, and I'm sure they all, in my all discussions with them, uh, you know, they, there are two major things that came across. The first thing is that the retail sellers I spoke to, they all said that, you know, the plastic is being sold at the wholesale market. And so there's no use of fine, charging fines on us. 
which is what happens and also the wholesalers when i spoke to them they said that uh, you know it is the manufacturing that has you know never stopped really and since the ban it it has been the plastic has been manufactured much like before and it might have stopped temporarily though but right now it's uh, it's there so and also the second thing is the lack of economical and the reliable also customer friendly rather uh, alternatives uh, they do not really exist uh, what do you think about that see uh, why we hear more from vendors i agree with your point the point that you made in fact we've also come across uh, this exact same argument both from the retailers street vendors as well as from the urban local uh, authorities right however we need to understand that uh, you know uh, this is also our first layer of interaction right uh, it's easier for us to interact with the city government and it's even easier for us to interact with a retailer and a street vendor but how often do you you know meet a state level enforcement agency like yeah, a state pollution control board or a pollution control committee or uh, uh, for that matter uh, uh, a producer of of a plastic product right uh, now the other if you actually look at it from purely uh, you know purely uh, administrative uh, side the urban local bodies or or the uh, local governments in india do not have the authority to you know shut down a plant if they know that there's uh, there's a plant right here who is manufacturing a single use uh, plastic carton that is banned as per the law the local government simply does not have that authority right there's a process which will have to be followed the local government will have to loop in the state pollution control board or the pollution control committee if it is a union territory and only the state level enforcement agency can take that decision or action of actually shutting down the plant right so uh that's one of the reason why uh, you know we uh, we don't really uh, see uh, uh, plants being shut down uh, because urban local bodies simply do not have that authority they have not been provided with that authority uh and secondly if you actually look at it there are drives in in government agencies like you have to collect this so much of fine in this quarter uh, just from uh, you know uh, single use plastic by by seizing or uh, or by uh, or by finding single use plastic items that are not supposed to be circulated in the market so for the local bodies rather than you know going to a citizen like you and me and uh, finding them for using these products it's easier for the urban local body official to just catch hold of the retailer or the street vendor because also the uh, fine fine structure if you actually look at it is such that they can find people on the basis of the weight of um the single use plastic item that has been found uh, with the violator right 
सो वी डोंट रियली स्टैक कंज्यूमर्स वी डोंट रियली स्टैक किलोज एंड किलोज ऑफ बैंड सिंगल यूज प्लास्टिक आइटम्स दोज आर डन बाय देयर मैन्युफैक्चरर्स और और बाय रिटेलर्स दैट्स बेसिकली द पॉइंट वेयर इट एंटर्स इनटू द कंज्यूमर स्पेस सो आई फील दैट द स्ट्रीट वेंडर्स एंड द रिटेलर्स आर द most vulnerable and the most easy target for someone like a local government to uh, kind of meet their numbers uh, uh, with respect to uh, you know compliance so i just feel that uh, for urban local bodies this is an easier target it uh, it helps them meet their uh, targets and deadlines in a much easier way uh, and actually shutting down a plant you know it's it's a uh, um, it's a uh, actually difficult because also people who have been in this business have been there for a very long time uh, which also means that they would be connected to local politicians uh, to uh, some uh, influential people in the society and that makes you know implementing and enforcing the ban even more difficult be it for the local government or be it for the uh, on the state level enforcement the the report says says that there is no mention of the numbers imposed on manufacturers we only have the numbers of the retailers that were fined but no no mention of numbers of manufacturers or producers who were fined either by cpcb or uh, spcb until and unless we have you know uh, honest robust uh, institutions enforcement institutions who understand what their job is and also actually go out there and do it um, i think that's that's where we are lacking right so uh, if you actually look at the numbers the numbers do look like they've been manipulated right uh, because you're kind of coming uh, on the uh, on the single use plastic app that basically cpcb has developed um irrespective of the volume of the complaints that were received the redressal rate always hovered between 22 to 26% right even when uh, in the last quarter that we have analyzed uh, between between january to march uh, the number of complaints actually uh, you know that the cumulative complaints rose by just about 3 3.5% right but still the redressal rate was uh, about 25% so that really raises a uh, a concern uh, with respect to uh, if if all of this was just done to kind of put out some numbers for uh, uh, for people like you and me or uh, was there actually an intention to a uh, kind of uh, you know uh, implement this ban so while while we were made to believe that okay a lot a lot of things are being planned are being done but uh, they did not really pan out the way they should have uh, at least on the ground so that's what what is concerning the ban everything is okay uh, but the implementation has been extremely poor and it, this has this is clearly a failure of uh, you know both state level authorities uh, urban local bodies as well as uh, the central pollution control board and the 
Ministry of Environment, Forest, Climate Change. Yeah, and also we, I think we see a lack of rationality in this, as you were also pointing out, how actually stopping the manufacturing might, you know, work better rather than finding somebody who's just uh, actually mm -hmm. buying products mm -hmm. that are being manufactured. Uh, but uh, my next question to you is that how interested do you think, I'm sure you have done some analysis on this also, that how interested do you think is the government in uh, investing in R&D uh, and also developing actually uh, suitable alternatives to ban plastic? Because we see a lot of quote-unquote uh, alternatives in the market, but, uh, you know, we know the how they work. So, yeah. The government is kind of hoping that the market will take care of this, right? Both, uh, this, this statement is applicable both to the SUP ban uh, and the alternatives, as well as the EPR regime. The government is just sitting and hoping that the market will take care of the situation, but that's not what is going to happen, right? Uh, if single-use plastic alternatives are left up to the market, there has to be a support mechanism to this um, uh, extremely uh, uh, nascent uh, industry, uh, which which is kind of, uh, you know, fighting against uh, 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 an industry that has been here for about, uh, what, 40, 50 years, right? And the industry that the alternative industry is fighting is actually supported by the government through subsidies and through tax rebates and whatnot, right? So why is the alternative industry not really being handheld and supported? Uh, now, now, also let me make one thing very clear. I do not support the idea of, uh, you know, throwing out the single-use plastic straw and bringing in a single-use paper straw, right? Because at the end of the day, these are materials, irrespective of the fact that the material is plastic or paper, if you are designing um, a product to be used and thrown away, um, and you're designing it for a single use, it is bound to have an environmental impact, a very high environmental footprint. It is not going to be sustainable, irrespective of the fact whether it is plastic, whether it is paper, whether it is bamboo, uh, right? So the whole idea is to shift your focus from saying that, okay, we need single-use plastic alternatives. We don't really need single-use plastic alternatives. What we need is a model where we can start reusing stuff. So out of the 20 million metric tons that we are, that the plastic industry is producing in the country, about 11.5 million metric tons is single use in nature. Of that, the ban actually addresses a mere 0.6 million tons, which means that still, even today, as we speak, around 11 million metric tons, anywhere between 10 to 11 million metric tons of single-use plastic items are still being sold, bought, used, stocked, manufactured in the Indian market, right? And that, that the law allows that to happen. Yeah. Uh, and this one last thing, um, I found it interesting, mentioned in the report also that 
you know how countries like rwanda and tanzania have enforced uh, to the best possible extent a complete ban on carry bags uh, which are below 120 microns uh, and you know these bags still continue to be the most widely circulated banned single single use plastic items uh, can you briefly talk about how did they exactly do it and also we have in india the state of himachal pradesh as i was listening to the discussion that day we had a person, we had uh, somebody from there uh, could you briefly uh, talk about this if we continue to use plastic carry bags with this understanding that cheap and they don't really do a lot of harm there is this study which says that if you actually look at the entire life cycle of this plastic carry bag right from production to distribution to use disposal and then uh, you know what happens to our cities uh, during the rains is not really something that i have to explicitly call out um, uh, what happens uh, to to animals who basically stray animals who basically are uh, you know uh, spend a lot of time around our dumping sites right so this report says that the if you actually look at the cost of uh the carry bag including its manufacturing to its disposal and then the after effects of disposal uh like floods the cost is actually higher than the gdp of india right the cost that the world pays for using single use plastic carry bags is higher than the gdp of india this is mentioned in the report right now we need to take a call as a country we really want a plastic carry bag to contribute to our economy or can we really say bye to this menace right you mentioned about tanzania and rwanda in your uh, question these are weaker economies to india i have personally been to tanzania right and you know the ban on single use carry bags has been implemented in the best possible manner there is no single vendor who would be even stocking um, there is no single consumer who would be asking for it right and then there are heavy fines that uh, governments in rwanda and even in kenya kenya has the heaviest fine if you are found carrying a carry bag it it goes up to um, about uh, uh, about 40000 uh, kenyan currency and himachal definitely uh, i spent a lot of time in himachal while i was doing this study and uh, um, i did find single street vendor or retailer actually you know using carry to the extent that i bought apple about i bought about half kilograms of apple and i was handed over the apples in a bag that was made out of newspaper they did not give me a, a carry bag so we have examples from within the country and we have examples from global south countries who are bigger economies but still have made this stuff call and i think it's high time that you know india should also take this call this one thing that i still did not understand what is it that it, it is it is what is it that is different in these two countries that we mentioned and in himachal uh, 
from what we see globally because we we saw it is it just a behavioral change it doesn't appear so let me put that in just two words political will that is what is different okay it's the political yeah will. i think that explains uh thank you very much siddharth for speaking to us thank you for your time thank you for this opportunity sneha